0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the C Note Audio Extravaganza. This is your host, Mr. Christian Rivera, bringing you the show that is kind of like a lost puppy. Feels pretty good to have one, but you know you got to give it back, and it because it might destroy your couch, and that's not cool. Uh, today I wanted to talk about uh, this. Well, basically this article that I read that kind of changed my perception about regression, and um, as it pertains to my personal manic depressive stuff and uh i think it's incredibly useful kind of gave me this big eye-opening thing where i was literally on the couch like fuck i don't feel great at all and um i just started reading this thing and i was like oh shit it just put it so eloquently that i literally just want to read you the article and share that with you so um without further ado here we go Okay, so welcome to the show. This is the C Note Audio Extravaganza, and I am your host, Mr. Christian Rivera, aka C Note. Uh, Today I wanted to talk and dive a little bit deeper uh, into more of my stuff, which is usually what I talk about, which is bipolar disorder and how I feel as it pertains to that stuff. Uh, let me turn up the game on my microphone a little bit. Hello, hello, hello? Okay. Yeah, that sounds better, so I don't have to, like, I don't have to yell so much. I feel like I'm yelling. Ah, yes. Okay. Better. Nope. Okay. Live monitoring. There we go. Okay. That should be fine. Let me see what the audio levels are like there. Hello? Hello? Up, up, up. Burp, 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 <laughs> this is good radio. Okay, so I found this article that literally shifted my mood. I was feeling really lousy, and um, uh, fair warning, I'm warming up a pizza, so like my Amazon Echo might make a noise while I'm recording. Um, so this article simply labeled bipolar disorder. It's from EmotionalIntelligenceProject.com, and I was just kind of searching for manic failure like what that feeling is when you get to such a high manic state that you start to just come over the other side where you start to feel really terrible all of a sudden like you feel great you're making all these plans you're starting to do things and then when you have the chance to like sit and do it and finally start to make the moves to to get things done then you start to crash you feel this sense of worthlessness like you can't do it like what are you doing what why what's wrong with you and um that specific thing is something i wanted to explore so um this article i'm literally just going to read it for you because it's really good um and i'll post it uh in the the little link on the in the description thing as well so what uh here we go um i might take a break to get my pizza in about 10 minutes but we'll see (laughs) see how long it takes for me to read this um okay bipolar disorder is like being stuck in a loop that runs between the lowest and the highest of human emotions it all started with depression in the beginning trapped in a state of hopelessness and despair desperately wishing for the power to bring change and reintroduce some pleasant emotions back into his pale life wishing of it over and over again but without an answer it has been going on for as long as i can remember years maybe even lifetimes nothing i did seem to work and life became so dark and grim that i was no longer worth living it uh, worth living that it was no longer worth living then came the point where the depressive disorder transformed into a bipolar disorder bipolar disorder is perhaps more easily understandable in its other name manic depression Frankly, what it really means is that, in some miraculous way, some people with depression find a secret way out, a way that leads far out of depression and takes them all the way to the other end. The other end is called mania, and if depression is a dark dungeon, mania would be like taking a stroll on the surface of the sun. But there's a little condition which I feel I should fully disclose before going any further. There is no mania without depression, and the further into it one goes, the deeper they burn. But in the beginning, there's no way of knowing that. In the beginning, mania seems like the long-awaited solution. A wish coming true. It is amazing, beautiful, and instant. Thinking back, it seemed like one morning, I just woke up full of motivation. I could do anything, and I immediately started planning. I'm not even sure what these plans were, but they they were sure amazing. They sure were amazing. <laughs> The mere feeling of planning made me feel so good. My life was about to change, I had no doubt. I could finally do everything I ever wanted, and nothing could ever fail. Well, there is this tiny little obstacle. Making plans was a lot of fun, but once the plan was done, and it was time to do something, the bubble would quickly burst. In an instant, everything I was running from came crashing down. My beautiful plan to make my life amazing, the plan that couldn't fail, for some reason just didn't work. And the second it fell apart, hopelessness powerless and despair came crashing back. Depression returned even stronger than before. Anger and frustration increased tenfold, and I was completely confined to the bed. But after a short period of lying motionless, it was time for a new plan. I guess I was lucky. In my case, my episodes were quick, about three days up and three days down. Quick enough for me to notice the pattern. For others, these episodes can last years. Years of mania, which take years of depression to recover from. Do you want to know the trick? Do you wonder why it never lasts? Let me break it down for you. In this article, I will describe in the greatest detail that I can, what goes on in the mind of a depressed person who discovered that there's an easy way out. I will explain why this way can never be sustainable and offer my personal solution for escaping this vicious cycle. Number one, depression and cognitive dissonance. Whether aware of it or not, where yeah, or not, it all starts with depression. Indeed, some might not be aware of their depression at all. Not everyone knows how to classify their emotional state, and not everyone has consulted a professional therapist first. But in all cases, people use mania to avoid some kind of disturbing reality which they can't cope with. So in the beginning, the person is in a state of mind which makes reality difficult to deal with. Finding themselves caught in a lose-lose situation, incapable of escaping and regaining emotional balance, a state of increased cognitive dissonance and increased levels of emotional pain, which can't seem to be relieved. Checking the phone, quick. Right okay. <laughs> Number two, intensive repression process. Repression is described by Freud as a low-level coping mechanism, which should be avoided. To explain it simply, it is much like a lie that a person tells themselves and then forgets that it was told. Most of the psychoanalytic therapeutic method result revolved revolves around exposing repressed content and coping with it in a more mature manner. Repression is incredibly harmful to the psyche, and is probably the main cause of most psychological disorders, as well as this one. A depressed person's main desire is to feel good, and to do that, they would repress any negative emotions without any hesitation. At a certain point, when feeling that nothing more can be done, it seems so much better to just forget it all, and once you find out that you can just tell yourself that none of this has ever happened, then why not? That's how mania is formed. The beginning is really quite simple. Just push away everything that doesn't feel good. Many people, when depressed, push away unpleasant emotions. Many, mania is just about going a little deeper and pushing away the events, situations, and experiences which don't feel good. Failure, impossible problems and difficulties... There, are, there aren't any. Depression, don't remember anything like that. Life is beautiful. Everything is always amazing and nothing bad has ever happened. I think that was like a caption. That's why it like kind of sounded weird. Um, I knew this one person that always would always tell me about his wonderful poly relationship with five different girls and all the love they shared. The fact that none of these girls knew about the relationship didn't seem to make quite a difference. Another girl who... Uh, another person... would give the same answer to all questions quote unquote it is beautiful got injured had his house broken into and all of his money stolen but as far as he was concerned there are his present these are his presence and everything is always beautiful the complete rejection and repression of all negative experiences lead to the formation of a subjective concept of reality one in which loss disappointment and failure simply do not exist convincing oneself that everything is always good Pleasant and exciting resulting in the euphoric state of mania grandiose plans high levels of inconsistency and complete disregard of reality's limitations man I can relate <clears throat> that was my commentary uh, number three exponential growth of dissonance this mechanism of self convincing does induce positive emotions and it does it does it much better than any other technique but it isn't sustainable the repression mechanism can't be used for a long term for long term because as long as it is used reality resists it repression creates cognitive dissonance a mismatch between beliefs and experiences this inconsistency must be solved as soon as possible otherwise as all of our new experiences are interpreted by our beliefs the inconsistency would expand throughout our mind eventually leading to a complete failure aka a breakdown The manic person slowly disconnects themselves from more and more aspects of reality and moves into a better and more positive place, but this place only exists inside their head. The longer they stay in this illusion, the bigger the gap between reality, objective reality, and their mental concept of reality, subjective reality, becomes. Cognitive Distortion and Alternate Reality the longer this goes on the further away the mind drifts and after a while sustaining the manic state becomes too difficult making plans works amazingly and it is so fun and exciting but executing them just doesn't work and as other people are still aware of the negative aspects of reality communication with non-manic people becomes merely impossible slowly mania leads to the leads the person to a state of complete and total isolation which that hit me pretty hard at this point each person reacts differently some would easily give up their mania alexa stop i'll finish this paragraph and then go get my pizza (laughs) at this point each person reacts differently some would easily give up on their mania and drop back into depression without much of a giggle or strike not a giggle (laughs) oh i'm gonna read that one again that's good uh struggle not giggle but i'm gonna read that one more time (laughs) at this point each person reacts differently some would easily give up on their mania and drop back into depression without much of a struggle and these are the lucky ones others might dread depression so much that they would go on to an extreme extent to go to an extreme extent to maintain their separate reality and defend themselves from it to deal with the unexpected negativity that threatens to turn the tides a mind story is created an alternative, alternative, ah, an alternative reality, a delusion. This alternative reality will act to assist the person to attribute the negative emotions to others around them as projections. To resist losing their illusion, they might even blame their family and closest friends for being the cause of their unfortunate situation and the source of their negative emotions. Anyone that would allow them to escape depression just a little while longer would seem valid. Even psychosis and any attempts to interrupt their delusion must be conducted with extreme care. Next one's the delusion and returning to depression. I'm going to take a quick break and uh, go get my pizza. All right, and I'm back. Pizza looks good. I'm going to let that cool down, and let's get back to uh, finishing this article. I'm about uh, eh, almost done. Maybe about two to five minutes left. So um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot to parse here, and I'll try to talk about it a little bit afterwards. So number five, the delusion, returning to depression. Falling didn't bother me. This is a quote from in ancillary, ancillary ancillary justice words. Falling didn't bother me. I could fall forever, but and not be hurt. It's stopping. That's the problem. And I like that. So I'm probably gonna use that to share that excerpt in this state it is no longer possible to remain positive as walls of repression grow thicker and thicker there's hardly any room left for maneuvers especially with the safe container built inside the mind um, has become too small to live in especially yeah when uh when every person situation and thought threatens to trigger one repressed emotion or another maintaining the strictly positive state becomes impossible Everything is now contaminated with negative emotions. It is impossible to repress everything. Repressed content becomes begins to leak through the thick walls of repression. Slowly, it becomes to come in and there's absolutely nothing that can be done to stop it. Eventually, it floods the psyche and fills it up with everything that has been trying to avoid all at once, it has been trying to avoid all at once. Insecurities, jealousy, anger, sadness, sorrow, grief, guilt, and shame. They come rushing down all at once overwhelming the conscience conscious conscious yeah that's right not conscience conscious uh reality stops making sense and the psyche collapses number six the point of complete failure dash ego death eventually after another period of depression the individual goes through what many describe as an ego death The psyche becomes so disorganized that even the most basic thoughts have triggered dissonance and emotional pain. The mind has become too fragmented to work with. Negativity is in turn, uh, uh. negativity is in every turn and anxiety levels go through the roof. Can't think straight, nothing makes sense, and even the simplest of thoughts lead nowhere. This is it. The entire knowledge base has become unusable and all understanding of reality has shattered into bits. At this point to regain functionality the mind must reset itself the dysfunctional knowledge base containing all of our beliefs and understanding of the world around us must be taken offline self-image acquired habits behavioral patterns expectations self-expectations and worldview are all being flushed away causing the individual to become empty hollow and fresh partial breakdown not all breakdowns are complete failures, especially as people mature. Some belief systems would be more modular and more redundant than others. The sectioned mind is capable of dropping only specific parts of perception while maintaining the functionality of the rest, causing breakdowns to become more manageable, but yet less effective. Number seven, rebirth, a fresh start. Appropriately, there's an image of the Phoenix here. So, that's interesting. After the breakdown, a period of clarity sweeps over. It feels like a state of constant meditation. The pain is all gone. The mind becomes quieter than ever thought possible. The individual seems sees the world through a child's eyes once again, clear of any judgment or associations. All information must be gathered anew and belief systems rebuild, rebuilt. Hopefully this time it would be more stable and coherent. This process takes time, and it should be done with great care, but for those suffering from the bipolar disorder, this is just another opportunity to regain their manic state and overcharge themselves once again. So number eight is repeat. The main problem with manic depression is that the individual wishes to be manic. They like it, they want it, and would even fight for it, unaware of the detrimental effect repression has on, on them, and lacking the tools to rebuild their psyche after experiencing a complete breakdown, they usually continue to use the same methods as before, repressing the entire depressive episode and ignoring everything negative that has happened to them without any integration period. And without coming to any conclusions, they force themselves back into another manic episode and run through the cycle once again. So in conclusion, breaking the vicious cycle in my case, The way out of this cycle was at the time of clearance, right after the breakdown, and before the next manic episode. At this point, the mind is willing and looking for new guidelines, and more healthy ones can be supplied. To break the vicious cycle, one must let go of the mania and willing to stay with the depression, resist the positive feelings rather than the negative ones, turn the cycle upon itself. Another quote from a Tibetan book of living and dying. Whatever you do, don't try and escape your pain, but be with it. I'm going to copy that one, too. That's a good one. Of course, to reach happiness, there's still more to go, and it took me quite a few of those breakdowns, but as long as I kept on trying, it did get better. Every failure, I learned something new, and eventually it happened. Eventually, I managed to come up with a belief system robust enough to sustain through anything reality has thrown has to throw at me a belief system which urges me to accept both the good and the bad which gives me the power and the tools to deal with problems and successfully avoid repression what makes the bipolar disorder so challenging to escape is that it's the fact that the individual must be willing to let go of their ecstasy and accept their life as imperfect which is the last thing that they're interested in that's the line that really stuck with me For me, knowing that this state can never last and understanding the devastating effect of repression was the key to breaking the cycle and keeping me from going into another ecstatic episode. Attempting to manipulate our perception of reality, our impulses and our emotions is the cause of all suffering, pain and anxiety. True satisfaction and happiness requires us to change the objective reality and to accomplish this. We must first accept things for what they are, D is a thousand times more difficult, but it's only sustainable. So, it's the only sustainable solution, and the only course of action worth. It's three-time Pro Bowler and Super Bowl champion Keyshawn Johnson. I want to introduce you to my new show, All Facts, No Breaks. I'll be giving you the real reactions to the latest sports news and inviting guests in the sports and entertainment world to break it all down. Tune in and make sure you listen and subscribe on Spotify. So if you want to make something of your life, stop wasting time on making yourself believe that you're happy and spend more time on making yourself happy. So, so that's that. That was from, um, an article, uh, on emotionally intelligence, emotional Let me uh, view the original article I was reading it through pocket. Let's see if I can get the author of that. I'm not familiar with the website. So first of all, a couple of caveats before you take everything that I'm saying as as gospel. Um, I didn't write this article. Somebody else did. I'm not familiar with the website, so, I mean, it looks, it's a good-looking website, so that's as far as I can get from it. (laughs) Um, They speak intelligently, they seem to know what they're talking about, and I agree with a lot what they're saying. Now, this person has not said that they are a medical professional, so I would not take that as, you know, medical gospel or psychological gospel uh same for me anything that i say about it is you know it doesn't doesn't fit the mold there like i'm i'm not i'm only a person that's speaking of experience i'm not a professional but uh the official article title is bipolar disorder the spiral of manic depression so if you want to look that up you can but i'll probably just put a link and that'll be fine um so yeah hold on one second i got a phone call coming through All right. Sorry about that. Back again. Um, So, yeah, I just just there's so much in this article that I really, really love and appreciate. Um, For me, it just really stuck out the idea of um, not and kind of what I've been working on is not letting the mania take over, you know, where depression is such a low state and you try to prevent yourself from getting so low that you want to commit suicide and end everything mania should essentially be treated the same way that you don't want to let yourself get so high and repress the negative emotions that you soar into the sun metaphorically of course (laughs) Um, so with depressive emotions you kind of need to let the positive seek in and see some good in life but with mania you have to kind of accept that your life isn't perfect and you're not perfect and like it's not supposed to be perfect you know that it's okay to feel a little bit down on things (laughs) i don't know if that's the best way to put it but um ultimately if you were if you were just listening to the article i think that covers a lot of um of, of what's going on with that um, uh, of what can be talked about with, with that stuff so yeah from there you know it, it really like the last few lines really stuck out to me um, about uh, sort of adopting it as like a belief system but uh, the, the what the quote of like whatever you do don't try and escape your pain but be with it is just like that's wonderful, and that covers it really well. So that's that. Um, my laptop is going crazy with its with the fan, but um, yeah, that's what I wanted to talk, talk about today. That regression, that repression rather of that uh, of the negative emotions in order to allow yourself to get to that high manic state. Um, is really, uh, hurting more than it's helping. And, you know, hopefully that'll help you if you're dealing with something similar, but if anything, it's, it's, you know, educational and therapeutic for me to share it. I wanted to share it because it feels good to do that. And, um, so that's, that's me and what's going on with my life. And I'm at the point where I'm battling that and trying to not let myself crash. So, um, I hope you guys have a good day. Have a good weekend. Um, this is. I'm going to post this tomorrow, which is Saturday. I'm recording this on Friday night, so I will. I will post this. Uh, weird. Um, I will post this tomorrow morning, Saturday morning. Uh, editing is for the week. <laughs> uh, there was a cord that fell out of my microphone, and everything went crazy. So, um, if you heard some of the audio going crazy, that was because of that cord it was falling out. Um, so, I hope you guys have a good have a good one. And I'll i that's it. I'm done. Okay, bye. Hey everybody! I want to thank you guys for listening to the CDO Audio Extravaganza. If you would like to go to hi, my name is Christian. you can sign up for my newsletter where you'll get the written version of the podcast and uh follow me on rival my design on all the social channels and all that good stuff we can chat and have ourselves a jolly good time whoever it is that i am so i really appreciate it and um thank you guys i hope you have a good one